Steph Page, Executive Director here at Stories Foundation. Early in 2021, we decided to do a series on our social media, on Facebook and Instagram, that talked about how culture change is a strategy to fight against human trafficking. We did a series of short videos and Q&A type things in a group on Facebook and awareness on Instagram, all around the idea that there are small things that we can do in the places where we already have influence to change culture and see trafficking decrease in our communities. We really, really believe that your story matters in the fight against injustice and against human trafficking and exploitation. And when you see the value of your story in the places where you have influence, and when you do small things, like become more aware, like you do here by listening to this podcast, then together we will see stories of injustice change. We will see stories of human trafficking and sexual exploitation decrease in our communities. Thanks so much for listening to The Culture Change series on the Connecting Our Stories podcast. Hey everybody, Steph Page here. Happy Wednesday. Hopping on to talk about the topic for this week as we're looking at culture change as a strategy to fight human trafficking in our communities. And the topic for today is vulnerabilities and long-term support. And I think something that we don't often understand when we first hear about human trafficking is that we really have trafficking because of vulnerabilities. People are vulnerable um, because of a variety of circumstances in their lives. And really, we've all been vulnerable at one point or another. Uh, Vulnerabilities happen because we have maybe don't feel valued. Vulnerabilities happen because we don't feel good enough or loved, or maybe because we moved to a new place or because we can't have a stable job or we need money to, you know, feed the people we love or um, maybe our parents aren't able to give us the support that we need for one reason or another. Um, Maybe we have really great parents who have to work really hard. And so we're alone. You know, there's a lot of reasons we have vulnerabilities and not all of them are uh, because a person necessarily did something wrong, uh, but more because of the world we live in. I think people are vulnerable. It's just a state of the human nature is that we have vulnerabilities. And the question that we ask here at Stories Foundation is, when you were vulnerable, did someone come alongside you and cover your vulnerability or did someone come alongside you and exploit your vulnerability? And what we mean when we say that is, you know, when I struggled with self-esteem, let's say, did someone come along and tell me that I am beautiful or amazing with the purpose to use me and abuse me? Or did someone come along and speak encouragement over my life um, with the sole purpose of encouraging me and building me up? And I think we can all think of times in our life or in the people who we love, lives where they have had a vulnerability, they have had an insecurity, whether it be in themselves emotionally or whether it be in their physical surroundings where we have an opportunity to come alongside and to encourage and support. Um, or maybe someone has come alongside and used that kind of weakness or that vulnerability to, to further themselves. And essentially that's trafficking at its, you know, most horrific 
end is there are people out there in our world who know how to spot vulnerabilities and they know how to come alongside and cover them for the moment. Maybe it's a month, two months, three months, six months, a year, build a relationship of trust with the sole purpose of exploiting that person for their own gain. And that's human trafficking. So when we look at fighting human trafficking and using culture change as a strategy, we really have to allow our eyes to be open to the vulnerabilities in the people around us, the people in our own family, yes, um, the people that we care about that are personal to us, but also we really challenge ourselves here at Stories Foundation. We want to challenge you to kind of look to those next ring people. And I've talked about this before in this culture change series is look at the people who are just one ring outside of your immediate people. Maybe it's your kids' friends. Maybe it's your neighbors. Maybe it's the people you work with. Maybe it's um, people at your, you know, at your community center or the place you work out or uh, the coffee shop you frequent. You know what I mean? Like people you're seeing on a consistent basis who are um, you have contact with, but you wouldn't consider them like your family or your close friends. And think about when you see them next, think about a way that maybe you can cover a vulnerability in, in their life. Think about a way about how you can be an encouragement to them. Think about a way, is there a way that you could um, create a relationship with that person so that you could be a safe person, so that you can maybe show what a healthy relationship looks like? Maybe maybe there are people, I think actually, I, I feel pretty confident saying there are people out there in the world that maybe have never experienced a healthy relationship where it's not, I'm, I'm in relationship with you to take from you, right? Like, can we in our communities, in our spheres of influence, be people who enter into relationship with others with the purpose of giving instead of taking? with the purpose of supporting and encouraging instead of maybe using that person to make ourselves feel better or to get something from them. And when we talk about exploitation, the, this kind of exploitive relationship that kind of can be normalized in our community and in our cultures, this is at the heart of why we have exploitation because people don't know the difference between a healthy relationship and an unhealthy re relationship. And they don't know that they they have enough worth and value to say no to someone who is pursuing them, not only for an unhealthy relationship, but maybe for an exploitive one. And when I think about um, coming alongside people in our community who don't have some like healthy support or healthy structural structural support, this is what I think about. I think about being a friend. I think about checking in. I think about I think I think about long-term um, support, which is what you know I said we talk about vulnerabilities and the long-term support. I think about long-term support of healthy community, safe spaces, jobs, job training, um, all these things that I think we can take for granted if we have them. But if we would never were had those things given to us, uh, we definitely would feel the lack of them. You know, I I was talking to a friend. Um, last week, who we both do anti-trafficking work, and she was talking, we were talking about how, you know, life wasn't easy necessarily growing up, that maybe, you know, her parents or my parents, we didn't have a ton of money, or maybe there's some the, some lacks and vulnerabilities. Um, but, you know, we got jobs, we worked hard, whatever, whatever. But I said, you know, just by having um, a healthy parents, 
just by having parents that were had, had a healthy relationship, just by having someone to drive me to my first job, just by having someone to drive me to my to get my license, just by having someone who cared about what my grades were. That's all equity. Like maybe we didn't have tons of financial equity, although compared that's like a whole nother conversation. I, we we did, but you know, had to work hard. But even if you felt like you comes from a place where you don't have a lot of financial equity, if you have relational equity in your life where you've had a relational and emotional support in your life, that's equity. That is something that you have that you can give to somebody else and say, you know what, I know what it is to be loved and supported. And I want to come alongside and show that to you because maybe you didn't have that. Do you see that? So that's really what we're talking about when we talk about that every person has a story and every story has value. And when we talk about changing culture as a strategy for fighting against and uh, and seeing human trafficking decrease. This is what we're talking about on the prevention side and on the restoration side. Um, This is what we're talking about when we're talking about activating communities and community members to create safe spaces and to be examples and, and sacrifice. It is every time we love somebody, right? We, we risk a little. But that's what it's going to take if we're going to really create change in this culture of trafficking. It's going to take for us to choose to love others, choose to love those and and create relationship and care for those who are outside of our first ring of influence, outside of our immediate family and those we care about. Um, because when we begin to do that, we're going to we're going to um, pr- promote and perpetuate healthy relationships. And we're going to be examples of what healthy relationships that are not in existence to take, but in existence to give and what that looks like. And that's going to prevent trafficking. And then on the other side, on the restoration side, that is going to bring um, hope and and healing, um, both in our lives and in those who we get to connect with. It's not this um, savior mentality, right? We've talked about this too. It's that when we share story with each other together in vulnerability, we connect to each other and we make each other better. And that's, I think that's the beauty of the human existence, honestly, is being willing to, in generosity, share the equity we have, whether it's financial, whether it's relational, um, whatever that might be, maybe it's educational. We share that with each other. And in doing that, we, we connect to each other and we live our stories together and we see the stories of injustice and exploitation and the harmful stories in our communities change for the better. So I really believe in culture change as a strategy um, to fight human trafficking. And I really believe, and we believe here at Stories Foundation, that each and every one of us has a part to play in changing the culture that we're immersed in in our communities. And honestly, this is where it starts. It starts by being intentional and by having new eyes to see the people we encounter every single day Um, and looking at and being aware of the vulnerabilities that are around us and then being willing to, to risk and to care for those people and to cover those vulnerabilities, um, even though it means giving some of ourselves, giving some of our story, giving some of our resources, the equity we have in generosity to others. And I just have to tell you, and if you go back a few videos, we talked about an upside down economy a couple weeks ago, but I have to say it again, that when you give, you will receive. And we don't give to receive. That's exploitation, right? (laughs) That's not what we want. But when you give, you will receive back. It will 
encourage your heart. It will change your life for the good. You will not lose if you choose to risk for others and cover the vulnerabilities that surround you in your life. It doesn't make sense, but it's how it is. And it's a personal testimony for my own life. And so we just want to invite you into what we're doing here at Stories Foundation as we're working to change culture through safe spaces and healthy community and support. Um, you can join us by being a part of building Storyteller Cafe by going to storytellercafemn.org. We are looking for people that are willing to advocate for what we're doing. We are raising money. Um, we're spreading awareness. We would love to connect with you and get you more involved. Um, thank you. Thank you all. So grateful for you. We'll talk soon.